you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Who, why, and why. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Damn a football fans it's your old pal dave dave damashek what's going down hope all's well wherever you are rank we made it man we made it fella football season it's here it kicks off not in days but in hours mere minutes we sit here in the nerve center on the west coast nfl network culver city california u.s of a america how, how do you that's right america how do you feel, Rank? What What are your emotions? Well, first, boss, thank you for having me. I know you got me up early this morning, but it was worth it. I couldn't sleep anyways because football season is starting. The only thing, though, and I'm excited for Did football. Did you feel that way? Did you really feel that way like a child putting his head on the pillow on, on Christmas Eve? Because I actually feel that way. A little, Yeah, absolutely. I am excited for it. The only thing is that it's a little bittersweet because with every opening day of the NFL season, it means another year that Los Angeles, Southern California does not have football. I don't. I, I can't have you be a downer right now. I can't. I'm have trying you do not it. to be. No, I'm, I know. Indeed, I that, don't want to be like the kid in Independence Day, like Randy Quaid's kid. Yeah. Who everybody, hey, we we shot down the alien ship, and everybody's hugging. But there's his kid, and Adam, in the and, corner, Adam, yeah. and Adam Baldwin has to go up and be like, hey. uh, what your dad did was very brave. Now I'm going to go bang some chick. And then he takes off, you know? Yeah, what, uh, what that old drunk you call Pops did was uh, was pretty cool. But on the other hand, I like that better than at the end of Die Hard 2 when Bruce Willis, you know, he just saves the day again. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the people he saved was his ex-wife up in the sky. She's 30,000 feet in the sky. Yep. And, they, uh, and they avert crisis with that flight. But the British Air, I think it was British Air, was flying, and that plane crashes. Three hundred people get wiped out in that in that crash. And at the end of the picture, the, the timeline is like forty five minutes later. They're celebrating out on the <laughs> out on the runway where there are three hundred torched bodies, <laughs> English or otherwise. This is disgusting. Yes. Settle. I, I, John McClain and, and your ex-wife. What's wrong with you people? Do you have any? Good, good for you. Listen. Oh, I guess we made it out. So I guess that's all that really makes a difference. Creeps. Who is storyboarding that one? I don't know. I don't know. They didn't a, think about. Hey, there's a, there's a bunch of dead bodies over here. You guys might want to tone it down. Troubling, but uh, like I say, let's not get bogged down with the all negative right. talk. Rank. It's it, it's episode twenty four. More importantly. 
It's opening day. I know that people say opening day and it conjures baseball, but yes. football is our national pastime, don't you know? This is the big event. No one cares about NBA basketball. Do you hear anyone talking about it right when now? When is that starting? Six months ago, when it was Febu on February 16th and 17th and 18th, we were already worried sick, not for not because uh, it's our paycheck, but because it's our lifeblood football, our nation's lifeblood. We need it. NBA, fat. Maybe we'll see on Valentine's. Day? Maybe we won't. I'm not losing any sleep over that, but we were all worried sick that we might not have football. But it's arrived, Rank. I'm over the moon about it. Let's kibitz about it. And by the way, go ahead. Subscribe on iTunes. Get in there. The the Dave Damashek football program. Available for your pleasure or for your annoyance. Either way, subscribe <laughs> to it. Comment on it. Rate it. All that jazz. While you're at it, on the online, go ahead and follow Adam Rank. At Adam Rank. If you're there, you may as well then follow at Damashek. Both, uh, you know, different degrees of, uh, of infotainment available to you. I'll let you choose which one you prefer. So go ahead and do that. And then pay a visit to NFL.com where you can read Adam Rank's delightful pick six columns uh, known the world over for uh, for entertaining people. We're and big in the U.K. That's Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. And um and, and then also the Damashek blog. Is it up yet, Rank? What We're is going so on with the Damashek blog? This was promised three weeks ago. Is it ready to ride? I was listening, I was getting the Damashek blog ready and I was listening, you know, I'm I'm importing stuff and I'm making sure that all the podcasts You're overseeing it. Yeah. I'm over of course, boss. I got you. Oh, Don't yeah. worry. You. When you called me at three in the morning to, to chew me out about the blog. Yes, I'm no, no, overseeing. No, no. Don't don't do that on the air. That's that. Don't don't air my dirty laundry. Oh, I'm sorry. That is that, that embarrasses me. I have to seem like a benevolent boss. Did I break the fourth wall there? I don't. I don't like you doing that because okay. I want to seem like a regular fellow who you'd like to hang out with. If, right. you, if you let people on, that I'm a tyrannical jerk. That, <laughs> that, uh, all right, go ahead, please. Sorry, but it was it was interesting because as I was up, you know, changing things over, going through, you know, double checking, making sure the podcasts were working. One from like August twelfth, maybe before it was talking about. Look this week for the Dave Damashek blog. Outrageous! Now, but I will guarantee the blog will be up before the NBA season starts. Wow! Strong words. That a bold I can prediction. Calling his shot like Ruth, a man who you whose body type you all right. You fit. You fit quite a because we're left-handed. Quite similarly, no, because we're lefties. Right? No, because because you're both fat. That's what I was getting at. So episode 24 and and uh, the shame report, mm -hmm. uh, a, a, a kickoff edition of the shame report put together, edited by uh, by the very capable and callow Alex Wilk, a.k.a. our producer today. We've already and it's like I said, it's like the spinal tap drummer. We went through necktie Milner. You know, the corporate suit, you know, yes. that's always what he's, oh, is the Commissioner Goodell going to like it? I don't know. Now he's busy with the fantasy show, and as are you and I, and yet we still are able to carve out time for the, the podcast. Yeah. But Necktie Milner, too busy to continue with his fantasy responsibility. Funny, he's not doing it anymore, and I haven't received a memo from 280 Park in quite some time. Mm. Which is 280 Park, of course, being the league office of the NFL. Yeah, right. He is, he's the go-between. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's, So we haven't heard from him. Then, Necktie Dye took over mm -hmm. and uh and became tie-dye because he he when you get a load of him he looks like somebody who just stumbled out of a dead show well you could see his photo on one of the old uh one of the old blog or one That's of the right. old podcast you know what he looks like he looked like he jimmy snooker no. superfly he looks like he could have tried out for those captain morgan's commercials yeah as a cat i don't know if he would have gotten the job but he would have been in the running yeah if he would have been willing to whip himself into shape, at least, yeah, that that was a bridge too far for him. Yeah, no, I'm somewhat swash. And if he wore those shoes, yeah, those I, moccasins that he calls shoes, yeah, slippers. A grown man does not wear those into his place of business. But uh, that's looking back. Let's look forward. We now have our pal uh, Wilk Tie. We're calling him Wilk like Tie, the, like Silk Tie. You know, I don't know it's not the greatest. Whatever, it works. That's but a work in progress. Did Where you did like it? the shame report, Wilk? I did. It was yeah. it was fun to edit. Yeah. Great, where did where did we come up with what is, know, what is it that, why can't we have is it is it that much to ask to have someone work on our program that's enthusiastic that about it that someone enjoys it I enjoyed it it was funny all right well, you should all where did you should all watch it it was hilarious all right is that good is that good enough? Go, that's over no, nice patch now, now you're now you're setting uh, false expectations wait where did we come up with the name Wilk where that's my from? name 
I don't care for it. Um, <laughs> I suppose we could we could change it if you right, really well, like, well, but. I'm let's work. Let's it. workshop it. We'll think about it. Yeah. yeah, let's work that out. All right. Before we get, we're wasting time. Don't you understand? Yes. What are we talking about nonsense for? <laughs> when we have football games that we can get of into. Of course. Episode twenty-four. Let's take care of business. Mm-hmm. We honor the episode by talking about the player in sports history who wore that number the best. Episode twenty-four. This one's a no-brainer. Willie Mays. Say hey, kid. Of course. Are you, you going to debate that with me? Can. It's undebatable. Who else were the 24s? There's Jeff Gordon. He's mm-hmm. a dominant uh, car driver. But we're going athletes. He drives a good car. Um, wait, yeah. wait, wait, but he drives. Who cares? I, well, I don't care. I'm just it's mentioning a, he's, you know, yeah, he's yeah. in the sports. Don't, don't you know. do that. All, all right. You're right. Well, who am, I, who am I pandering to after all? I don't know. I'm, that's um, what I'm trying Kobe to. Kobe Bryant, who is uh, who I shall not consider because it's an outrageous move. First of all. He switches from 8 to 24. Right. 8, a great iconic number. Mm-hmm. Single digit, cool looking. But then he goes to 24 for uh, purely for marketing purposes. Yes. And besides that, I always I, I never liked him out of the gate. Like in his third year, he was get, he was getting a cool afro going. Yeah. And then he cuts What's it down. What's wrong with the afro? He should that was have the cool. afro. No, no, you no, wear no. the afro. Okay. And in fact, I've said this for a decade now. If I were Shaq Fu in his prime, he should have grown that thing out. Let it go a foot tall. You know, if I had an afro, mm-hmm. I wouldn't care what the style of the day called for. It would be all afro all the time for Damashek. That yes. would be it. I would just have have the fro going. Um, we also have Freeman McNeil. We, we've talked about him yep. on more than one occasion as being a forgotten name in the great history of the NFL. A, a dandy runner who suffered... Mm-hmm. Uh, playing behind that, uh, lining up behind Richard Todd. Had it not been for Richard Todd, perhaps that Jets team might have uh, might have gone somewhere. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, obviously yeah. a great one. Sweet swing, sweetest swing I think I've ever seen. And uh, a guy. Him and Will Clark. No, I'm going Ken Griffey Jr. over Will Clark. Yeah, I saw him once in Pittsburgh uh, in a in, in an off day for the Giants. I Wait. saw him. I saw him walking around. Oh, Will Clark. Yeah, Will Clark walking around. The Giants were in town to play the Buckos, and he was walking around in cowboy boots and uh, in camouflage gear, head to toe. Had one of those safari hats where it's pinned up on the one side. Oh yeah. What is the story with that, by the way? Why? What is? Why are those hats? They're like you know, they're soft <laughs> cowboy hats. Yeah. But they button up on one side. What is that? Is that a fashion statement, or is there some function to that? If you're out in the safari or hunting, you need to button up the one side. Isn't it because don't you want your entire face and ears covered? What do I know? I'm asking the question. I don't know the How answer. How would I know? I don't know. You seem like a worldly fella. Why are we talking about what Jeez. the hat's button on the side that has nothing to do with it? Well, Will Clark did look weird though, walking around, <laughs> walking around in head to toe. Short camouflage story long, he looked weird okay, and, cal- and camouflage. Junior, uh, Lenny Moore, Barry Bonds when he was a Pittsburgh Pirate, mm-hmm. the two best players of the era. Pre-Juice, Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry Bonds, hard to argue that uh, those were the the best player, the the two best players in, what, 1990, circa 1990, early 90s, you would say that they were the two finest ball players in uh, in the sport of baseball. So let's talk about football. Can we do that, please? Let's do it. Can we please move on to football? Let's talk some ball. Let's talk ball. I want to talk about fantasy football first before we and, and by the way, Rank and I are going to get into uh, we're going to go through the games here. 16 for uh, to, to enjoy. Also, I, you know, I like talking college football. Oh, yeah. I don't, people often say, what do you like better, Dave? People say, ask me now, Will, what do you like better, Dave? Hey, Dave NFL. Like let better? me tell you okay. what the question is. Oh, first. Sorry. What do you like better, NFL football or college football? What, what, what do you like better, NFL or college? I don't care. I like them both. I'm not. Don't force me to choose. I don't have to choose. It's like living in a world. This great debate that first day, and he's already asking these tough questions of you. Who do you think you are? I do have a journalism degree. From where? USC. Oh, since we're talking college football. Yeah. Well, uh, or not because we don't actually. I would like to. I'd like to talk college football uh, in just a moment. Uh, it's one of those things, this this debate that rages across the land, as you know, or maybe you don't know, maybe you've never listened to this program or, or uh, seen any of my work on, the, on NFL.com. I like to make lists. I like to rank things. I like mm-hmm. to anoint what's best in whatever the category may be. This is one, though, 
Yeah, it's college football or NFL. Why? Why do I have to choose? I don't right. have to. I, they're, 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 one's available to me on Saturday in the AM. The other one's available to me on Sunday. And as a matter of fact, it's going to be available to me tonight too. New Orleans at the Packers. But to finish my thought, it's the same as when people ask, "What do you like better? This East Coast West Coast rivalry of In and Out Burger on the West Coast, five guys on the East Coast. Which is the better burger chain?" I don't have to choose. When I'm on the East Coast, I'll eat the five guys and and uh, and, and take great pleasure in consuming that. When I'm out here on the left coast, in and out all day. What do I have to choose? I will Savvy? not. I will not step foot into a five guys. Why? Because it looks like in and out. It looks identical. They finally in California, five guys has finally made its way out here. Everybody's raving about it, and I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot because even though as a Californian, we feel it's our birthright to defend in and out like it's one of our children because you meet anybody from here and that's the case. So I go to the five guys. I'm excited, pull into the parking lot, and I'm like, what the S am I? It looks like an in and out I would not step foot into that place. Well, It's man, highly offensive. You see, Wilk, you're a young man. I hope you realize this, that a man has to stand for something in this world, and Adam Rank stands for... And I'm a fat Thank guy, you. and I wouldn't walk into a burger place. That should say something. That is. That says something very strong about your character and your integrity, Adam. Um, so we're going to get into uh, picking the games here. And but you mentioned USC. Sorry, performance for them. That was maybe, or that's uh, the, the second best victory in the entire new Pac-12. What an embarrassing start. I mean, I can't remember a power conference having such a lousy week any week in the last decade or so. I mean, the Big East, if we discount them, because uh, that's a joke conference. But among the legitimate conferences, what a, what a sorry, sorry. Not good. Oregon, Not a good week. miserable. Uh, Cal, Stanford is the one team that had a nice victory. Right. UCLA loses at Houston. What else? Oregon State. Oh, yeah. They had an embarrassing one. Yeah, that's a horrible Horrible. Yeah. Sacramento State. Yeah, but. And then Oregon lost to LSU. But it's not like the SEC had a great. I mean, Auburn nearly lost to Utah State at home. That wasn't good. And then Boise State embarrassed Georgia. Yeah, I don't understand how Mark Richt still has that job. His job was on the line supposedly three or four years ago. Yeah. Somehow he's made it more than uh, 10 years. He's I think been there 11 a... years. Yeah, I thought that's what I was going to... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, So anyway, some decent games out there. Love Bama and Penn State if for no other reason. The uniform matchup is divine. I love when those two teams play each other. Does it get uh, better? I don't think not for a college good... football for a uniform matchup? How could it get better than that? Yeah, pretty sweet stuff, especially now that Penn State got rid of the white collar. That minor difference mm-hmm. makes such a difference to me. Uh, uh, and uh, the and Irish in Michigan, that should be a sorry game of two terrible teams. Brady Hoke, when you are Brady, uh, what's his name? Brady Hoke, Brady the Hoke. new coach of, uh, of Michigan. When you see his press conferences, is it me or does he strike you as a guy who won the gig on a reality show or something? He does really? not cut the figure of an NFL. I, I mean, of a big time college coach. He seems. I'm like, gonna disagree. You, did you win that? Did, did your name get pulled out of the hat at a at a newspaper, uh, you know, draft thing or something? He does not seem like a. I could not disagree more. He did great at San Diego State. It's not they a matter of how game. he performed. I'm saying it's the figure he cuts. Yeah, but they had Rich Rodriguez. I mean, Rich Rodriguez was a guy. He looked like a head coach. He said the right thing and everything. Well, how did that work out for him? Not good. Not, believe me, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. But you're sp- missing the, the game of the week. Which is? Wilkshire, Utah, USC. That's the one. Ooh. I cannot wait for that game. I hope that Utah pounds no. USC into oblivion. That's not going to happen. It is. It's Utah. Utah is already the best team let's, in that let's conference. Let's put Wilk no. on the spot. Go ahead and tell us why not. Because USC actually does have a really good offense. They do. They look great against Minnesota. Yeah, I know, but that was the first game. They're still getting the kinks out. Utah. Oh, and Lane Kiffin's still their coach. Well, yeah, I know. How can you have any pride? How can you have any pride in a program that has difficult? It is bad. Well, listen, Whittingham will outcoach Lane Kiffin, and it will be so egregious. You will see what happens when a team has a real coach on the sideline. Utah is going to pound them. It tests no. your metal. It really tests your metal being a fan of a team like USC standing by them. Listen, for me, I've made it clear that I am a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. This summer made it difficult for me to continue rooting for them with the with the collection of ne'er do wells they have in there. But I'm ready. Again, I'm not looking back now. I'm looking forward to kickoff here. Is and that at the that's at the Coliseum too, right? I believe so. Tonight? Yep. Yeah. Or tonight. Saturday, Saturday. night. Saturday. Um, oh, I can't wait. So 
before we start getting into the games here, and let's let's talk about. And I also wanted to tell a quick fantasy yarn. Um, Peyton Manning. That's mm-hmm. the that. Yeah, I don't know if you heard. He's not playing. And what people? I'll tell you the thing that's crazy is it's similar to when Brett Favre announced his retirement. That the, the day that he sat down and wept, that the media reacted as though if you didn't know, if you if you had been in a coma <laughs> for the preceding forty eight hours and come out at about 6 p.m. in the afternoon, you that which p.m. indicates the afternoon. I want to make, <laughs> make sure that we're clear on that. 6 a.m. in the afternoon? Yeah, something like that. As I've, as I've said many times before, we, we know you don't need the M at the end. At, uh, that You could just say 6A or 6P. You, uh, and you say, no. like, oh, what's the difference? What's, what, what do we yeah, What is the difference? How long does it take to say M? Yes. It only takes a fraction of a second. But if you add it up, Overall, over your lifetime, you're going to gain like 10, 15 minutes. And those are 10 or 15 minutes that you're not getting back right now. Wilk, I'll take this one. What? That's a great idea. That's I, so I, stupid. I, that's a time saver. That's once again. Okay, that's a great time saver. There's 15 minutes of you on a ventilator at the end of your life. Congratulations. I well, hope it was worth it. You know what? You 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 mock you just, me now, but when this catches on, you're going to thank me. No. The, those precious seconds that you're clinging to life. It'll the never, last moments of existence are going to be all the sweeter because you didn't get bogged down saying "m" all the time. <laughs> I, and that we, but we got to see if you don't get behind this idea, Rank, it can't catch on. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, boss. I, I'm an idea I get man. it. Okay. Message received. Yeah. I get it. You know what? Take one of these for you. Ow! Sorry. I didn't want... Do you think I like taking out the blaster on, on, on this, the most hallowed day? Dude, it's opening day. Well, then mind your P's and Q's already. So Peyton Manning is not going to go. And very quickly, let's bring in our pal from across the sea here. The, uh, he, we bring him in each week to, uh, to read the tweet. Of the week, and this one comes from uh, from Colts owner Jim Ursay with some pretty grim news. And by the way, I like following him on Twitter, Ursay. Do you? Wacky, you know, middle I'm of the night. In- Goodness knows what's going on when he sends these tweets out at one thirty in the a.m. But uh, or what in, he's or doing? One thirty in the a. Yeah, see, see, I got I got to make this. I got to make this work. But anyway, he uh, he he issued. Well, let's let uh, handsome handsome. How are you, Dave? Happy kickoff. It's exciting, isn't it? Kickoff today. Um, so I got a tweet today from Jim Ursay. Um, it's made a lot of news. Uh, this is what Jim says. Um, the NFL season opens tonight. We had a good practice yesterday, and our guys are fired up for the season. Number 18's out for a while. But compete we will. Believe. Well, the key word there is a while. Yes. That, that's ominous. You know, what does he mean? Well, I'm going through the same thing because in ho- in the world of hockey, the game's best player, uh, Kid Crosby, mm-hmm. with the he got bonked on the head last year, of course, and that's the same sort of thing. Oh, he's going to play again. Don't worry, he's going to play again. Yeah, maybe around Christmas. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it sounds you know, it, it, it sounds tough. Yeah, it's it's rough, but I don't know when Manning's going to be back. There is are there the rumors out there that have been debunked? I guess that he had surgery, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to me. Like he's going to be out there by the end of September. I mean, who, who knows anything? But without any news, you think that if the doctors and and everyone around him dealing with the situation knew that this was just a couple of weeks from now, mm-hmm. there's no, there, you know, there, there's no uh, sandbagging it from the Colts organization. They would certainly go on record and say, "Oh, this is just a couple more weeks." The fact that they're not saying anything. I think uh, being, you know, glass half empty makes me think that we may not see him for half the season. We may not see him for the season at all. And and either way, if I'm right that he's going to miss six weeks, that's it for the Colts. And I carry Collins in short doses can be fine. Obviously, he took the Panthers to a, to an NFC title game. And what was that? Their second or third year of existence? Second year, 96. Yeah. And, um, and then it took the Giants to the Super Bowl. So he's not incapable of winning, but he's an old man now, and he and he retired, and things have to be just so for a guy like that, an immobile guy. That line is built for the same sort of quarterback, an immobile QB in Peyton Manning. But last year it was in tatters, and we saw that we saw Peyton Manning fall on his face with that. Imagine an old man like Kerry Collins under center there, right. and they have no running game to lean on. Joe Adai, 
three years ago looked like he was going to be a great replacement for Edge James. Absolutely. Now he just gets hurt all the time. You don't uh, talk about concussions. You're running back, getting bonked on the head all the time and and, uh, having trouble coming back from that. That's not a good thing. Donald Brown demoted now all the way to the third string. He's a first-round bust. They're kicking themselves for not taking an offensive lineman in that Mm -hmm. spot. So I think that this is a team that's in line for a not just a mediocre season. I'm going on record six and ten rank. That's what I say. And what do you make of this Curtis Painter thing? How do you how do you think he feels right now? Well, I, as I've said, I feel bad for him more than anyone else. I think we threw our first uh, pity party for him a couple <laughs> weeks right. ago. Um, you know, just imagine being this poor sap. Yeah, no, no. Listen, you're our backup. We have confidence in you. You're we're totally cool with running with you if we have to. You you know the offense. We are behind you as an organization. If Peyton Manning ever gets hurt, oh, oh Manning's hurt. Um, get the uh, get the old retired guy on the phone. We can't go with we can't go with Curtis Painter. Please, that's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I I think that they're in big trouble, and I think the Houston Texans. I don't know. If there's anybody under the sun who isn't picking the Houston Texans to win that division, unless you rank, wish to go on record and say otherwise. I When we had the uh, Blue Horseshoe, did I go Texans? Yeah, you went Blue Horseshoe. Uh, you said... Because he was here uh, from AccuScore a couple of weeks ago. Yes, our pal, uh, the the Blue Horseshoe. Yeah, no, you you said Texans, I believe, yeah. Because the thing that scares me is that it's the Texans and that everybody is just assuming that the Texans are going to win, that it seems like it opens the door for a team like the Titans to come out, to Chris Johnson to come out and run for 1,800 yards. Matt Hasselbeck have a decent season. Kenny Britt plays well. Jared Cook becomes a viable option. And that they sneak in, and the Texans just once again miss the playoffs. Well, I I like it this time. If you listen to sports radio with any regularity, there's nothing more annoying than – the talking in a vacuum about teams and it's and it becomes very easy to fall into the cliches when people say so what do you think about the packers this year hey they're going to be good yeah you know they're, they're they're i think they're a very strong what do you think about the saints hey they're going to be good i think they're a very strong team i think they have a real chance of getting to the super bowl or if you're not that cincinnati oh they're a terrible team there's <laughs> there's no there's no nuance to the comment it's because you're putting it into you're doing it in a vacuum you need to rank these things and it's very easy to sit here and and throw out the obvious choices it's easy to say the Steelers and Ravens are are in the running for the playoffs the Jets and the Patriots are but what about those teams that people aren't talking about and the Houston Texans do not count as being one of those here's one for you rank the Tennessee Titans. I think the Tennessee Titans with Matt Hasselback, they, you know, Chris Johnson, they were stacking it up on him because of all the question marks about who was under center. Vince Young was, you know, out of favor with the head coach, disharmony and so on. I think that team happens to have a halfway decent chance of making a run in in, in the AFC that is a little bit down compared to the NFC. And another one I know you're hip on. I'm actually, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to steal your thunder. You picked them to make the playoffs. Go ahead and say it. The Miami Dolphins. That's right. That's exactly Chad right. Chad Henney. I like it. Their schedule. That's the thing you have to look at because when you look at these teams that seemingly come out of nowhere, they have the magical season like the Chiefs last year, although you were high on the Chiefs last year. I will give you credit for making that call. But one of the things that you can tell is looking at the scores. And we saw this because we look at it for fantasy and we're looking at guys that have good matchups and guys who will play an easier schedule. So when you look at things like that, you say, oh, look, Chad Henney has a bunch of good matchups. Then you start putting it together like, well, the Dolphins can actually win a bunch of these games. The Dolphins will compete. And like I said, the Dolphins will make the playoffs. I And the the prevailing wisdom is, understandably, is that this is now a quarterback league. If you don't have a guy who you can ride, uh, you know, throwing the ball 55, 60% of, of the offensive plays, you're in a lot of trouble. But I think Brandon Marshall, quietly, he didn't have a good year by his standard, but he still caught, uh, you know, 85-ish balls last year and only three touchdowns. But I think he gets back to where he was, gets more towards up towards 100 and gets in the end zone a little bit more. The X factor, of course, Reggie Bush, I'm, you know, I've said it over and over again. He's never had the opportunity. He's been relegated. To this, uh, to this thing that he's not capable of, of having 20 or 25 touches. Says who? Sean Payton? He had all those weapons down there. He likes to run an offense that keeps you guessing. This is going to be a thing where they're going to try to ride Reggie Bush. If he can stay healthy, that's the question. If he can stay healthy. But behind that offensive line, 
I think he'll be productive. But the trend to, follow, to, to take a look at is, is that over the last, just let's just back it up, like, say, three years. Take a start with 2010. Mm-hmm. Last year, the common thing with the teams that went deep into the playoffs, not ones that necessarily even had a great regular season, but the great the the playoff teams were ones that you could lean, that had great defenses, dominant defenses. The Steelers, Baltimore went deep, but the Steelers knocked them off in the divisional playoffs. The Jets make it to the to the title game on one side. The Packers, as good as Aaron Rodgers was, the thing that carried them through the regular season and got them that far was that defense and Clay Matthews and company in the postseason, obviously, were a big difference maker in shutting down Atlanta. Atlanta could not shut down Aaron Rodgers right. because they didn't have as good a defense. So the, so the thread through that was about defenses. Those were the teams that ultimately... Um, ruled the day. The season before that, though, it was the offenses. They had the advantage with the Saints winning the Super Bowl, the mm-hmm. Colts with their high-flying offense, of course. It was about offense in aught nine. Now, and, and it makes sense that this would happen because you always hear about the the it's a league of adjustments and copycats. So it makes sense that you one season this is what offenses are doing. The the defensive coordinators, the league over, pick the thing apart all summer long, and they figure out how to slow that down. Then de- uh, defense gets the upper hand, and it seems like it's going back and forth like that. Odd eight. It was all about the defense again. That was mm-hmm. the year that the Steelers beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals were the one exception to that because the uh, because the Cardinals didn't have an especially good defense. But that was the Eagles had a great defense that year. That was the year the Titans went thirteen and three behind their defense. Right. The, uh, Baltimore was the second best team in the AFC. They lost in Pittsburgh in the uh, in the title game that season. So the ebb and flow, defense, offense, the uh what is the the old physics thing? I never I was the physics was one of my worst. Chemistry was my worst class in high school. Really? But physics I didn't do science. Anything with science. numbers. I didn't care for any of it. <laughs> Give me the blue book. That's what I that's where Damashek shine cuz I could just write a bunch of hooey and applesauce yes. and and convolute my argument to the point that the that the professor or the teacher in college or high school, I don't know what he's saying anymore. He's a rambling mess. Ah, whatever. Ah, give him a good grade because he used uh, fancy words. That's, that's how it. I. That's how I made my money in high school. That's right. That Writing, was the money maker I, for Damashek. Yeah. No, I mean I literally wrote papers for people in high school. Is that true? Yeah. Really? That's how. That's how you kept the uh, the local toughs, the bullies from <laughs> yes. from laying waste to you. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So, but the physics thing. What is it? The immovable object and the irresistible the, force. Ir- irresistible force. So this year, if my theory is correct. Mm-hmm. This is the year of offense, so we should look at offenses. That makes it not good for my theory on the Dolphins. So I should just, have thought so, this through. So wait, you're just <laughs> you're taking a dump on my Dolphins theory. No, I like the Dolphins, and I like the Titans because both of those teams, I think, are going to have great defenses, and that's going to be is going to be a difference maker for them. I'm not picking Tennessee to make the playoffs. By so the what the hell did you just say? I, you know, what it, are we getting at? I'm not exactly. Clear. What are we taking away from this? I'm not sure that there is a takeaway message. <laughs> that's it. That's the fun of it. That's the Frank. fun. Yes. I'm not hitting the air with a bunch of cliches. <laughs> I'm talking it out. I'm figuring it out with you as we go. I, what, do I, what do you want? Some some robot to sit down in here and uh, have everything scripted out? That's no fun. I'm talking out my theories. What do you think? Of I it? like it. Yeah, don't tell me you like it. And then, no, and I like it. I like the process. I don't I really necessarily you don't, you don't agree care with your for the, you don't care for the result. Defense I, will enough. defense will be a bigger factor. The Dolphins' defense is going to be better, like you said. The Titans' defense. I'm starting to think, and I know we need to get predict, predictions in or projections. Projections is how we say that. As yeah. we say that, all right. As they stumble over that, I, I understand that I need to make a call very soon on the Titans and the Texans. I'm starting to heads off the Texans. Like the whole, the whole franchise. I I don't know if I can because it was supposed to be. I like that secondary this year, and that's their one weakness. They've added a couple of nice pieces in the secondary with uh, Brandon Harris out of Miami, and then of course getting Jonathan Joseph. If if he's healthy, that weakness isn't now just passable. It's in fact it's a it's a strength for them. And it sounds like, and they did the right thing by not going for Asimov and going for the like not cheaper but the more economically viable option. I think that's a different way of saying cheaper, but either way, I follow your point. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I don't know how you could pick anyone else in that division, though. I say well, that I the Titans it. could be good, but the Jags now, basically, with I mean Luke McCown. I don't think anybody, including Luke McCown, thinks that he can be a winner in the NFL for over sixteen games. And maybe Blaine Gabbard, get, you know, once he takes over that uh, as a rookie QB, he's not suddenly going to propel them. To the playoffs, but, so, like, but Gary Kubiak is like the Mark Richt of the NFL. 
I guess so. How does he still have have a job? Yeah, it's been a long time. He's been there been six there. years at least. What do you I think? think? Well, yeah. six years? No. Oh, you don't know? Just sit there. No, don't. Worry. I don't. I just I don't know. I mean, it could be longer than that. Look, I'm glad it's I brought long. you in. Yeah. No, never mind. You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, I, do I have to review? Because I, I did make some uh, some predictions. I made my projections we already, did. which you can see on the Damashek blog. As soon as it's up there, you'll be able to you'll be able to <laughs> track those because me. it's not talking in a vacuum that I think this team is going to be good or this team's going to be bad. I'm actually telling you where they're going to be seated by mm-hmm. when the playoffs kick off because that's all that matters in pro football is where you're seated come playoff time. And I say I've now changed my pick, my one official change to the picks I made two weeks ago. The Kansas City Chiefs will not win the AFC no. West. Good. I have to back yes, off of that. It's the San the Diego light. Chargers. Well, it has to do with Tony Moiaki. That's one less weapon for mm-hmm. him. And I also don't like this Todd Haley jazz. I feel like <laughs> this the the it's always he's always upset with what the other coach is doing and the, these perceived slights and fights in the locker room. One of his locker room leaders, Thomas Jones, is getting getting punched by John Baldwin, who I thought had a chance to have a big year. But if he's going to be a ne'er-do-well, who knows what to say about him. The Chargers are the pick, I think. I, 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 don't, love, uh, I, I don't love going with the obvious choice there, but I, I'm going to stick with him. The Patriots win their division. Um, the Ravens, I'll stay without pick. And then I'm going to – but I am now – thinking that the Steelers maybe sneak in there as a, as a wild card. Now that I've removed the Chiefs from contention there, I think that, that they end up getting in. And I'll stay with all my NFC picks. Saints, Falcons are the wild card. Um, I'm going to stay with the Cowboys as a wild card. Mm. Eagles win that division. I think the Giants are in line for a terrible season, I think, be, because of injury. And I think the Bears are in, are in line for a terrible season. That, you like the Redskins, though, right? I think the Redskins are another team. This is this is the trend that Damashek is going to throw out for you now that sounds cuckoo, but let's see if I'm right. Three teams with questionable quarterback situations. We talked about Chad Henney and the mm-hmm. Dolphins. We talk about uh, the Titans with Matt Hasselbeck and uh, because of their good defense, their ability to run the ball, and I'm going to go with the Washington Redskins too. I don't think Rex Grossman is is just a complete joke at quarterback there, and I think that Mike Shanahan knows how to run the ball, mm-hmm. and that defense is going to be good. I think the Giants actually bring up the rear in the East this season, and um, I'm going to go with the uh, who, oh the the, the and the Bears are in a lot of trouble. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah. That offensive line is still atrocious, um, and I th- just looking at the trend. Lovey Smith never strings back to back good seasons together. He yeah, hasn't in the true. time he's been there. So they're due for a dip if you if you believe in that trend. And the, the body of work uh, speaks for itself. I don't love that. And also, I don't care what Brian Urlach or anyone else says. That the behavior of Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. I know people say, "Oh, that's just something to, for sports talk radio to to yap about." That's neither here nor there. Oh yeah, no, it is. As soon as they have any adversity, especially look at their schedule. Look at their early schedule. They're going to have some adversity because they're going to take some losses early in the year. Let's see how the team rallies around Jay Cutler. Let's see him, his charisma. You know, his yeah. his ability to get in there and rah rah it up and turn this uh, negative thing into a positive. I don't see it happening. I think they're in line for a bad season too. And the line. Lions, I'm starting to buy. I, I, I'm really starting to believe in the Lions. They're the only thing is they're going to be. You talk about the way the Packers throw the ball on almost every play. That's exactly what the Lions are going to have to do. Their back is Javid Best. There's no right. way he could have 18 or 20 carries a game. There's no way you could consistently try to do do it with a back of that size. They're going to throw the ball constantly. So he better stay healthy. I think he will, and I think they're going to be. I, how can I possibly predict that someone's going to stay healthy in the NFL? But you know, if he does, I think that the Lions actually do fulfill all this uh, optimism we're hearing around the league. Well, this is fun. I say if the blog comes up today. Yes. And there's no guarantees. No, indeed. But this should be, we should post, our picks should be official today. Yes, they, they are locked in. I tweeted. So today we will I tweeted the up. other day that I think the Chiefs aren't going to make it. And people hit me back saying, well, no, it's on record. You already said on the podcast. Well, I didn't have the full, you know, I didn't have all the information I needed. Now we're locking it in. So we are going. The Cowboys is your wild card. The Falcons is a wild card. Mm -hmm. The Lions barely miss it. The Lions barely miss out. Packers are your number one seed. The Saints are your number two seed. Eagles number three. And the 49ers are going to win the division. Oh, you're still sticking to that? Yeah, that's right. I'm sticking with that one. What do you think? I should go Cardinals? Cardinals. That's the only other team I think that's in the running there. I'll tell you. 
I could see the the team that I'm not. I I shan't sit here and and and, uh, and patronize you, the listener, by telling you absolutely how it's going to go. Uh, this a gray team for me is Seattle. I know it's easy to say oh. they're going to be terrible with Tavares Jackson. It's easy to say it because they're going to. Don't be. forget they have Chaz Whitehurst ready to go to. He's also not good, oh, but at geez. least they have choices. Oh, I didn't. I forgot. Yes. And Pete Carroll is a defensive coach. If that defense is stout in a di- in a division that doesn't have a- another team in there that has a halfway de- decent defense, I could see it. Their-, their offensive line is young. If it could just get healthy, they run the ball a little bit. Tavares Jackson still talented. They have decent talent at wide receiver. It's just the the curse of Steve Largent that there's never been a good wide receiver there <laughs> since he left. But um so I, I could see it either way. In that bum division, I could see the Seahawks going 8-8, eight 9-7, and, eight, nine and seven, and that being good enough to, to win it. You didn't I, even mention St. Louis FC. I told you why I'm down on them. I know a lot of people are picking them. They will be 1-6. How, how is a young team like that going to bounce back from a start like that? They they won't. I mean, look at their schedule. Look it up. I don't have it in front of me, but we ran through they it a couple weeks ago. And then... It's terrible. I mean, it's a brutal run that they have to get through. Um, and then in the AFC, like we say, Patriots, I say the Ravens win their division. Patriots are your top seed. Chargers are now my three seed. I think the Texans, because of their uh, crummy division, get a lot of wins there. They're going to be your two seed. And I'm now going to say the Steelers slide in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins! Yeah, I don't, li- I, I don't buy the Jets. I, the Jets, at some point, they've kind of fluked their way into the playoffs two straight years. Right. I say that uh, that fluky streak ends at two. They so do not get in. So you don't buy the Jets? No. Do you buy the GQ issue with Mark Sanchez on it? I have not purchased it with my own dollars. No, but I admire the man. You, know? you do. No, not really. I don't know. What, what, what am I going to say? He's a, be- he's a beautiful bastard. That's it. Good for him. You know, they say two years ago, three years ago, before their respective careers started, I actually had that debate about, you know, the the notion that there was somebody wrote an article. I don't remember who it was. The notion was that handsome QBs do better. And Mark Sanchez being the better quarterback was going to have the better career than Matt Stafford. Uh-huh. And um, so, so based on that logic, Mark Sanchez should be propelled to a good career. But I mean, there was actual, there was a research. You can Google it and and find out what I'm talking about. But it does kind of make sense. You know, Joe Namath, uh, Joe Montana, Danny Marino, Steve Young. There really haven't been too many homely quarterbacks. I don't want to start naming the ones that are that would uh, that would blow that up. But right. Tom Brady is a Tom handsome Brady's devil. In, yeah, but Peyton Manning. What do you think of Ben Roethlisberger? The Manning brothers are sinfully ugly. <laughs> so, but what about, about you know, I don't know if you saw this, but Aaron Rodgers came out. What? Is it wrong to say? I don't know. Oh, They're Aaron not Rogers handsome. Is, Aaron Rodgers is a handsome, handsome. devil. See? Well, you know, and he came out and he said Mark Sanchez was embarrassing. He doesn't like that. He said it was embarrassing. He goes, you know, it's just not my style. I love like, it. Like Aaron Rodgers, you wear the, the Thunderlips mustache. I know, but it's cool. I like trash talk. When do we get back? Why is it Why is it childish? People tell me all the time, don't be a child. These are grown men. This, what do you expect? When, fan, when players say stuff like, oh, that day, you know, no, we don't really have rivalries. The lockout ending is you know everybody was happy about that so everybody gets a pass but it is not acceptable i understand the the larger issue with jeff saturday um hugging bob Kraft, and that was uh, that transcended football but the in general teams that are rivals should not be hugging and glad handing and laughing it up that just isn't good we fans are living and dying it is not good for the players to publicly show that hey we're cool we're buddies yeah we're yeah we're all buddies and that's just a show it's like wwe essentially when hacksaw jim duggan in the iron sheik who was a hacksaw jim duggan dugan Uh i'm sorry was duggan yeah he would he would wave the American flag and everything. Remember that he was going up against the Iron Sheik, mm-hmm. the devil to to America. He was trying to take down America, and they got busted driving around together, <laughs> together. burning trees, drinking <laughs> beer in the car. That was terrible. Same thing. You can't have these guys They're... being friends. Don't come on, Commissioner. Speak up. Tell these guys behind closed doors. Make that a part of your player conduct were... policy. Anyone saying, "Hey, I'm good friends with the with with our arch rival." Fat. You can sit down for four games and think about it. Well, Hacksaw, learn to hate. Hacksaw and the Iron Sheik were actors, but why? Okay, if you so feel that way, thing, right. if you feel that way, why does Philip Rivers get such a bad rap? 
Why did everybody get upset when he was making fun of Jay Cutler? When he was waving because at him? Because no one wants that going. Yeah, if it's happening against your team, you you get salty about it. Doesn't but no, but, it everybody, but everybody acts like what Philip Rivers did was completely egregious. Oh, you don't do that in the NFL. But aren't you saying that's what you want? I, that, I'm fine with that. You're fine, were you fine? I'm fine if you want a finger wag and all that sort of thing. Don't expect me to like it if you're doing it against my team. Well, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll denounce you as a criminal and I'll denounce you as a villain, as my sworn enemy. I say all the time, dance it up, Ray Lewis. Have your time. Do all your dancing. Doesn't work when you play the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> but so be it. Do it. Have your fun. I love it. It's terrific. That's what makes football fun. It's what makes sport. No one wants to hear as fans, we're just being children by by believing that those rivalries exist. It's 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 the core of being a fan. If we don't have civic pride, if we can't get behind our team, we must be able to do that. As that fades away with free agency and everything else, it'll be interesting to see Four decades, five decades from now, you'll have long since uh, left this earth. But, you know, when I'm looking back at it, and I'll think, I'll remember back in the early 21st century when Rank and I used to have these conversations. Sports have have faded into irrelevance because of the the lack of that rivalry. We need to be able to own that. We need to own these teams. And when I say we... My team, we must, I think we're going to have a good season. Yes, why? Because I own the team much more than a guy who's been there for two years has. A guy who is there to get a paycheck. When they make it clear that that's what it's about for them, they are my team. I should we it up. I'm buying tickets. I'm watching them. It is my team. Don't tell me about how it's, uh, it's why am I getting angry? Where I, I don't want You should, a- you're fired up. Right. That's what you should be doing. You know what, what, about, what about LDT when he started the fight with the Patriots after a playoff loss? Did you like that? What fight did he start? When they lost, when they were doing the, the Patriots were doing the lights out dance, Marty Schottenheimer's oh, last yeah. game. Tomlinson was out there starting pushing and shoving. Yeah, I'll tell you. One of, one of the I great, love that. Personally. Can I tell you one of the great events, one of the great events of the last 15 years in the NFL was uh, was uh, Terrell Owens in Cowboy Stadium doing, or in uh, Texan State. Uh, Wait, Texas, it was Texas Stadium. Stadium at the time, right? When the, the whole uh, spike in the ball at the on the star and all that jazz—that was terrific. That was terrific theater. Don't the, you understand? The best was George Teague hitting him. No, yeah. no, no. The best was was Teague hitting him and the 49ers offensive lineman coming after Teague and completely whiffing and falling out of space. I that love I love the, the 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 slap in the face, the perceived slap at uh, Hallowed Texas Stadium. You don't come in here and do that on our star. That was great that they, he felt obliged to go and defend it. Not another player, but the star, the symbol, the team. It was great. We need more of it. Yes. Thank you. So now, we need more Philip Rivers is what you're saying. I'm fine with that. At least, at least least after the game, let's not be hugging and laughing and talking it up and all. I I I could do away with all. Grab behind. I don't need. I don't need the circle, the prayer circle. I don't need any of that happening on the field. Even if it's just, even if even if you are patronizing me, do all that stuff behind closed doors. You know, listen. This is about. Don't pull back the curtain. That's right. Thank you. Now. Let's uh, let's do a little something here, Rank. It's time to get into our pick segment here. Yes. Now, I'm not somebody who wants to patronize you by projecting what I think might happen. That's what everybody does online, in the newspaper, on the radio airwaves. Instead, let's do let's use the full technology at our disposable here in the 21st century, Adam Rank. I say we jump into the DeLorean, take it up to 88 miles an hour, we'll jump ahead beyond the weekend to the other side, and we'll see who won the game. Then you take all the guesswork out of it. Isn't that a good idea? I like it. Do it. This is what makes time travel possible. The flux capacitor. It's the future. Wow. It looks completely different in here, right? Oh, wow. It is. What do you think? How do you feel? I feel great. Do you? I do. Sons of Anarchy's on tonight. Yeah. I feel good about that. Do you enjoy that. Curb Your Enthusiasm on Sunday night season finale? I, I still got that DVR'd. You still got it? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, want, don't want to don't spoil don't it, for it for you. me. No, no, I won't do that. What entourage, jacket, by, by the way? way? Entourage, yeah. The, the, uh, an Entourage this past week, they... Uh, they 
picked up some girls and uh, and and got drunk. And oh, stuff. and remember I, when I'm sorry to ruin that one for and you. And Ari yelled at some people. That's right. Oh, That's he exactly. yelled at his assistant. So, so you did clever. see some of that. You did. See I did some see of that. that one. All right, now rank. So it's Tuesday morning here. We yep. know how it was a great uh, kickoff weekend there. Thursday night, I can I, I can't even remember what happened. It was so long oh, ago. In uh, like in the uh, up in Lambeau Field. What a game, though. Yeah, it terrific. was so great. You know, the thing was, and I think we can all agree, everybody out there, it was just great to have football back. That's exactly right. And Sunday was a delight as well. Let's get into some of those games. Let's take a look back here. I have the uh, I have uh, the uh, newspaper from this morning okay. here Tuesday, and um, Pittsburgh you- and Baltimore AFC North tilt goes a long way to de- determining who's going to win that division. I said it before the game was played. I right. like it even less now. I don't like significant games, divisional games at least, being played in Week One. We're going to watch anyway, Commissioner Goodell. Don't give us the don't give us the main course right when we sit down. A little bit of bread, fill our belly with something. We'll be fine with it. How about some of those nice almonds? You know, <laughs> that, that, that'll be fine. Then we'll get to the steak mid-season, January. That's when we, we feed are, us a cupcake. Let that's us, right. Let that's the right. good teams go one and zero. Oh. And set up the well, season. The team that I picked uh, in front of the season, I picked the Baltimore Ravens to win the AFC North. They're on track now to do Hello. so. 21-17, to they beat the Steelers. Ray Rice sneaks into the end zone. A rare touchdown for a running back against the Steel Curtain defense. Joe Flacco looked good. I think he uh, he looks like a man on a mission this year. He looks um, much improved. Yeah. Like, he's starting to come into his own as his fourth season. And anybody, and we also do the uh, NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network and NFL.com. We both said, stick with your starters, and Ray Rice proved us right. I see in the future, Adam, you've become a shill. <laughs> All right, so be it. So, yeah, and finally, I think it was the last three games prior to, the, to, to this one in Baltimore that the final score was, uh, was uh, decided by three points, this time a four-point victory mm-hmm. for your Ravens. And uh, now let's go to Chicago. I told you that I thought that the, the Bears were in line for a oh. bad season. A lot of people in love with the Falcons this year. They didn't uh, make anybody look bad who thinks that. Matt Ryan gets off 30-13. to 13. They go into Soldier Field. I think it's going to be a long season. I think this is a start of bad things for Lovey Smith and company. I almost got the sense that the Bears' offensive line wasn't really putting in a big effort to block. Yeah. They seemed disinterested. I told like, you. Did I tell you that Jay Cutler was in a little bit? What was not uh, that, that that thing was ready to implode? They're they're off on the wrong foot. Huh? It was like the scene from Longest Yard when they realized that the quarterback was throwing the game. Paul Crew was throwing the game. And the lineman just said, meh, we're not going to stop the guards. That's what it looked like. I'm surprised Jay Cutler can walk today. Yeah, bad bad times up in uh, Chicago. Next game, uh, the Giants and the Redskins. I think some people were surprised by this result. I've been saying that I think the Redskins are going to be a good team. And right. their defense looked good. I, their defense looked strong. Held Eli down to 10 points. Eli and company only uh, put up the 10 spot there. Rex Grossman did just enough. 14 to 10 victory. Pair of touchdowns for him. And anybody who started him in fantasy or anything like that. Grossman had a good game. Redskins are looking like they're not going to be half bad. Tim Hightower off to a nice little start there. He's getting the carries. Yeah, we'll but see Hallou how long. is starting to get in at the end. Yeah. It yeah. worries me a little bit. All right. And, uh, and uh, then we go on to Tennessee and Jacksonville. Tennessee, they go in there. They dump the Jags. Luke McCown, what did you expect, anybody? Three points. Three measly points is all he can uh, scare up there. Matt Hasselbeck and uh, Chris Johnson and Kenny Britt. This is uh, maybe the makings of a little sleeper team. How say you? 20-3, to they go in that way. All the way back on Thursday when the season started, we were talking about this, that there was a possibility that the Tennessee Titans could make a run because the AFC South is wide open because Houston has just never proven that they could do it over a long period of time. So I don't know. Tennessee impressed me this first week. Next up, uh, the uh, the Sunday night game there in the Meadowlands, Dallas and Jets. Much emotion, of course, uh, with the uh, with the nine eleven tribute. Dallas though spoils the party. They what? They, Wait, the, did they? They, they did. Yeah, they went in there. Did I? God, these five. See when these five o'clock games roll around, I start to you know have a couple here yeah, on the you know, here on the forget. west coast i yeah. could have sworn i saw the jets win that game yeah maybe yeah well i i went to the game i oh, i, I right. took the delorean do you remember when i Is said that where gonna... you left your your coat that's i you know i put it down somewhere <laughs> 
in uh, in New Jersey, and I have not seen it since. So listen, forgive me. I'm sorry. You, you look very polished Thank all these you. days no, later. I thought you know we were going to come up and be on camera. You remember you said I want to stay here in South Beach because we were right. we, we went to Miami. To yes. We were all all over. You wanted to go check things out. You said you wanted to scout the game. Well, Monday yeah, because I, I took off early so yeah. I could go be ready for that game. That's and I right. headed up for the game on Sunday night. Anyway, yes, the Cowboys did, in fact, pull that one out. Tony Romo and company. 27-23. to oh. 23, They dump uh, Rex Ryan's boys there. And lastly, the Oakland Raiders go into mile high. They play the Denver Broncos. I don't know that either of these teams is going to be great. I don't expect either one to make the playoffs. The Raiders, though, do pull this one out. 20-17. to 17. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought the Raiders would have blown them out. I expected the Raiders, you know, to put a couple more touchdowns together against that terrible Broncos defense. I, yeah. I, I, that's what I disagree with you about. I was just about to say, I thought I thought the thing that was promising is if you like watching defensive football, if you're a Broncos fan, you at least are going to have some fun this year after watching Kyle Orton and that, that big-time offense under Josh McDaniels thrive and amount to absolutely nothing for you. This year now, John Fox has clearly shifted the, the focus on to defensive football and Von Miller and Elvis Doomerville looking uh, dandy coming at the Von QB Miller, from yes, either side. Von Miller, was impressed. Yeah, so I think that that's something that you can take away from it. But the Raiders come away with a victory, and uh, it's Tuesday morning. Do we have to get back anytime soon? Get... Can we go? I want to go up to 10 o'clock. I do want to see the Sons of Anarchy. You do want to just hang out here till uh, till uh, till nighttime so we can watch that? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, so what should we do? Should we um, jump to week two? Or see no, I don't want to go that far. Let's not, let's not spoil let's it for far. ourselves. <laughs> Good trip. Good trip. Ooh. Fun trip. You're a, a good road trip buddy there, Rank. Oh, thank you. I'm not uh, surprised. Likewise, I'm not su- I mean, you could have shelled out a little something when we stopped at 7-Eleven. Oh, sorry, boss. Yeah I, yeah, I forgot. I have to pay for the jerky. That's what oh, else is new. Know. So, all right. Listen, it's an exciting time. Kickoff is nigh for two for, for the Thursday night game. Can't wait to, to see that one. Remember what I've been saying, Rank. I said it off the top of my head. That home team, the team that is coming off the Super Bowl victory, 7-0. and oh. Wow. So, you know, you know what's going to happen. I don't want to spoil it, but seeing as how we... Don't say it on, when you know the, Tuesday, the outcome already. I don't want to say anything more about it, but suffice to say that it's going to be 8-0. That's, that's all I'm going to say all about right. it. But but the big news is oh I didn't even get to tell my story about fantasy we're so oh, no. well my fantasy league we I will say fantasy story That's my pal shame. cousin Sal my pal cousin Sal's in our fantasy league we have uh, we have uh, pseudo celebrities like Sporty Simmons of uh, you know of, of Grantland and John Ham aka Don Draper or should I say we used to have oh. John Ham because Sal uh, created a diabolical rule that the that the past season's champion gets to kick out someone of their choice survival style who got kicked out our lo- uh, the lawyer in our league kicked out the beautiful john ham kicked him out of the league to the outrage of many people who follow me on twitter and uh he uh, hitting up cousin sal john ham got kicked out of our fantasy league quickly rank what are your thoughts about that you really enjoy name dropping that's my that's my I'm thought. name dropping that oh, we kicked him out of our league. I'm in a I'm in a league with Dom Draper. Congratulations. It, it was, I get it. That's hilarious. Though. It was a mix of emotions as you watch Don Draper walk out of the out of, How the, mad was out of the draft room. It was hard to tell. He's a he's a good actor, so he said he, <laughs> he said he wasn't upset, but he walked out the door and uh, as I watched as as I watched his back leave, I wondered if I was ever going to see him in person did he again. Do, did he do the thing where he kind of he's walking out and then he stops to take one look over the shoulder? Well, yeah, he's a, yeah, he is Don Draper. He, he turned around, he took the uh, he took the butt out of his mouth, he, he flicked it at us, and he said, "Go screw!" And then that, and, and, and that was it. And that was it. That was the last time we may ever see him. So that was it. And uh, all right, Rank, listen. We're all winners because football is back. I'm over the moon about it, as I know you are. Let's get the football. We'll be back with episode 25 later on. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.